0: as a disclaimer, the views and comments made during this episode are those of the participants and do not represent any entity that they volunteer with or are employed by. Enjoy! Hey everybody, welcome to the Most Dramatic Podcast where we discuss geopolitics national security and a bunch of nonsense over beers. I'm your host Ryan Young and joining me today is...
1: Lex Cardone. And Sean McGuffin.
0: and we're recording on March third, twenty twenty-three. Hey, it's only been two weeks since our last episode, so we're back, kind of back to a normal schedule like we used to be, like in like twenty nineteen.
2: What glory days? Yeah, That's I know. What they yeah, were. we used to do. We used to have peak every, almost diplomatic
1: years. Yeah, we used to have
0: two weeks every uh, episode every two weeks. Now we kind of do it every couple of months.
1: And then COVID hit. That's why you stopped.
0: Playing? Well, I mean, COVID. We we're doing actually pretty good for a while. and Then we kind of just got lazy, and then. It was it was really boring to do it. It wasn't as fun to do it uh, not in person.
1: Oh, so it is just your fault straight up, not even I mean Well his Ryan's fault I would, and I the ch- Chinese lab's fault. Like it's <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it's a mix of both. I blame you
2: both <laughs> equally. <laughs> call me, equally. Call me, call
0: yeah. <laughs> me. Yeah, I mean just that whole COVID thing and then like um yeah, I remember, actually it was it's it's I it's still really funny we did that last episode it was it was Saint Patty's Day uh the weekend right. we uh we had a, that was a very long weekend for us weeks we did uh we had on your roof we did stuff on your roof lex and then um the next day we did the episode and then we were like okay we're not gonna shake hands we're not gonna like touch each other we're just gonna like
1: yeah
2: that's when we were wiping down groceries and stuff yeah that's my, my uh, laptop your, fan. Your laptop's about to explode. Got it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, it's on this last leg. Just, it's just, you know, it just let it go. It probably, Mike probably isn't picking it up, but
1: it's it's kind of loud. It's really You have a Bitcoin fan. miner somewhere deep in your... <laughs> in that's your where drive. that podcast yeah.
2: money is coming from. I, tol- I fucking told you, Sean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. hold, this asshole's holding out on us. Yeah, 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 really. <laughs>
0: Listen, I do all the work, so I get all the money. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: mostly fair. Um, that's totally fair. Yeah, that's completely fair.
0: <laughs> Anyway, um, oh, it's getting louder. (laughs) (laughs) We've angered it. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, uh, kill me. (laughs) But, um. Anywho. No, we're doing, uh, so, as you see, the title of the podcast is something Persian Gulf War related. Uh, We're doing the Persian Gulf War this week, specifically because, uh, we haven't done a historical episode in a while. But also, uh, February 28th this past week was the end of Operation Desert Storm.
2: I, I was wondering so, why we picked this subject but yeah it's kind of
0: like yeah i was like it was we, we kind of worked out we also like, we talked about doing this subject like two months ago like we should do oh, this yeah? we it like, mm-hmm. was like, guy oh, we kept getting kicked down the road and that we just not not doing it but then like we did the russian mercenaries episode last week or last two weeks ago and that was that was good we got a, again like i i pointed out um lots of russian listeners which is always frightening <laughs> Like oh no, ever, all, all Moscow. i like oh no. have a oh really no. big FSB audience, man. They love your
1: shit.
2: Hey everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, they don't they don't listen to these episodes. They don't give a shit. But um, anywho, before we jump into uh, the episode, we're talking about our beers this week. Uh, we have from Exhibit A Brewing Company the Cat's Meow India Pale Ale.
1: You couldn't help yourself, could you?
0: Yeah, I like it. Has a black cat on. It. I love black cats. It's okay. described as aromas of tangerines and ripe stone fruits. Greet the nose followed by flavors of grapefruit peel, fresh navel oranges, and light m- malt sweetness. Smooth finish with a touch of grapefruit bitterness at the end.
2: Is this one you wanted to pick up or you just kind of saw it in the
1: beer aisle at Total Wine and were like, oh, that looks fun. I like cats.
0: Uh, I, <laughs> I, 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 like, I saw it. I like cats. Okay.
1: <laughs> and the better description is written on the can that says catnip for people. So. It smells really good. That's nice. Mine also exploded over me, so it's
2: sweet. You got a nice little cologne going on.
1: <laughs> oh, I like that. That's where officers use my cologne. Yeah, yeah that's, that's So, what would we rate that?
0: Well, I I I have untapped again. Oh Ooh, really?
1: Oh man. We're back. Man, cool guy here. I mean, shout out to Untapped <laughs> not paying us anything, but so that that's where he should have been making money is at least with like beer or something. I mean, he doesn't need money, but hey, like you know, send me a, send me a six pack. Who, like.
2: do, who doesn't need a little more money though?
1: Like, oh, yeah. I'm just saying they wouldn't. No one's going to pay him to do this, but maybe they they let him sample their beer on air. They would throw him yeah a free sample yeah or a bottle okay. opener or something. Come on,
2: <laughs> maybe a koozie. Yeah, be, yeah. Yeah. You, you don't have enough koozies
1: anyway. Like. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have. $7. I'm I'm not a big IPA guy. That's a good that's a good IPA. That's um, solid. Right which,
0: there. out of five, would you rate that?
1: Um, I mean, I'd give this like four and a half. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, I'd definitely drink this over again. I would nice. give,
0: give it a four. This is pretty high for us. Usually we go by like a three. Yeah.
2: it's got to be really good to get up to a four or five.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think the only one that's like a four or five is like Guinness and Natty Bow. Guinness and Natty Bow, Jesus. I'm not
2: gonna lie. I wouldn't <laughs>
1: wait. What a terrible
2: selection. Yeah,
1: Like, Natty bow. <laughs> I get
2: sentimentality, but like, yeah, Natty that's is at ridiculous. Least sentimental, that's ridiculous.
1: But it is like a really cheap goddamn beer.
2: Yeah, and you know what? It's the best cheap beer. Bang for your buck. I get that. Yeah, but, but... Guinness? Like, Guinness
1: is solid. I love a good Guinness, but... Yeah.
2: Guinness is probably my
0: favorite beer. So for... It's...
1: Because of the taste, it is your favorite mm-hmm.
0: beer. It's my favorite beer before. It's like, if I, if I get a good Guinness poured at some bar, I'll get a Guinness. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. I don't think
0: I'd agree, but interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a phenomenal beer. It's great. It's like, I don't like, I, don't, I usually don't like Stouts either. I like Guinness.
1: His Irish is showing. He's very biased. Yeah, your, your beard is turning redder and redder mm-hmm.
2: as we speak. How dare you <laughs> you've cr- been exposed
1: it, it is raining outside there's currently a rainbow forming you ending be- at ryan's house <laughs> you've
2: been exposed by a guy with red hair and a guy named mcguffin <laughs> so, sean sean mclean mcguffin <laughs> sean <McLean-McGuffin. Yeah. laughs> did you just have heartburn or something what, what was that shit
0: Oh man, my chest started hurting for some reason. Do,
2: do we gotta get the tums or or the defibrillator? I don't. <laughs> what wh- what am I reaching for?
0: Just get the gun. Put me down. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 get the shovels. There, bury me in my yard.
1: I buried small yard. We'll, we'll bury you in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta save space for other shit. Yeah. Like you know. But anyway, we're digging. We find another body already there. <laughs> Holy shit, Ryan! Yeah.
0: Hey, you know what? It, it happens sometimes. Anyway, Iraq. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, Iraq. So basically, really where this story kind of starts is with the Iran-Iraq War.
1: Yeah, so uh, for years, something that is kind of overshadowed is that uh, Iraq and under Saddam Hussein invaded Iran in order to take uh, at least part of the uh, uh, southwestern corner of the country, and it very, very quickly developed into trench warfare-esque type fighting where neither side really got it, gained any advantage. Similar, almost a current situation in, in Ukraine where it's relatively static. Uh, I do believe the use of chemical weapons was involved there as well. Am I wrong on that? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, oh, S- uh, Saddam's part, yeah. like, definitely. Yeah. He, he, he... Uh, Both
2: against the Iranians and the
1: Kurdish insurgency. Yes, um, yeah, the Kurds, uh, the Kurdish yeah. insurgency. But uh, to end that whole story right there... Uh Iraq lost and Saddam lost and they were uh very economically um uh, you know hampered and very economically uh there was a
0: ceasefire in eighty eight. Yeah and like it basically they're like, Okay, cool, like it's over, time to re- rebuild and all that kind but, of shit. But
1: by that point there were lots of sanctions on their oil, lots of sanctions other things. And so the Iraqi economy, even though they had tons of oil, wasn't doing fantastic. At which point Saddam decided, you know what? I need to invade my neighbors to get all of the oil. Well, uh, I mean, there was a
0: lot of things going into that. Like Kuwait, very much so. They owed Kuwait alone fourteen billion dollars, which Saddam thought he, they would forgive him because he was like, "I'm I'm fighting for the Arab nation. I'm fighting against the the, the Persians." You know, and basically, because he was he a
1: said. straight up
2: fascist. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's what he thought he would get away from. And then he did. And then like.
2: Whereas the Kuwaitis were just like, "We'll give you money to fight them because we don't like them, but we're not gonna." And this we're, isn't. And, and <laughs> this we're, isn't charity. And we're
1: businessmen. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're sure. You know, we we don't really like these guys either. So why yeah.
2: not? Yeah, but there was also the issue of the slant drilling, right? Which is well, that,
0: actually, that slant drilling was proved not to be true.
2: Really?
1: Yeah, because it, okay.
0: like the, the Ramola already flowed into that anyway. Okay. But there's a bigger
1: thing of like for well, j- just real quick, because that's something that Saddam used to justify it as well? What slant drilling means, if you want to say that. What does slant drilling mean? Okay, goddammit it, people! <laughs> I don't know. I what was means. pitching that to you. <laughs> uh, it's ass- a it's essentially, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's essentially where you know the border is uh, is in a straight line, but you stick your straw at an angle over to suck uh, oil out of somebody else's <laughs> door. It's very, very simple uh i'm pretty sure it was in uh i'm pretty sure it was in like what was that no country world men is that the no, world no movie? no
0: it's it's the it's uh no that's that's the different movie That's oh. um no oh,
1: uh the one with daniel day lewis yeah the, yeah the other daniel day lewis movie yeah anyway but yeah it's it's where there will be blood there will be blood <laughs> saddam accused kuwait of uh dipping into iraqi oil reserves by slant drilling across the border Which apparently proved not to be true. I didn't know if that was accurate or not. Either way, it's not really reason to fucking invade your neighbors. Well,
0: Iraq also claimed Kuwait as territory. They said that during the Ottoman times, like, there was basically part of Basra. It is funny
2: how countries use specific historical eras to... To justify their own claims, like oh, we're going to go back to the Ottoman times rather, like oh, than colonial times but, rather like, than like, all this, like like,
0: like, like the Brits had control of Kuwait at that time, yeah. So like yeah. there was a different, it was like so different The stories. Russians are
2: like oh, we're going to go back to Peter the Great times, but not before that when Moscow was just a little city state, like yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Why 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 is the Ottoman borders the one you go to? Yeah, when you did not like those guys either, like. It's, not like, it's almost like it doesn't matter. It's almost like Nothing you're cherry-picking your bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. really.
0: Yeah. It's just, also, Saddam had some legitimate grievances, though, actually. Okay. He, no, okay, but uh, hear me out. Pro, okay. pro- Saddam. <laughs> pro-, Saddam. <laughs> pro-, Saddam <laughs> pro Saddam Ryan here. Um, no, it's like Kuwait was accused of overproducing <laughs> oil, basically, so basically it changed the price of oil. I know it, So
1: They were inflating the market. Yeah.
0: Okay. So Iraq was losing $7 billion a year.
2: Well, because their price floor was way lower than... Yeah. They could still make money at a much lower rate, whereas the Iraqis had to charge $70, 80 maybe yeah. even more. They were more, more efficient, essentially,
1: yeah. you're saying. Well, had quite, and they had more. Yeah.
0: had quite. It was like, you know, it's right on, it's right on the water, basically, so they have, they have better export capabilities. Yeah. Uh, UAE was also doing this at the same time, too, so they were just getting fucked by everybody in the in the, in the the Gulf region.
1: So that's, so that's one of the reasons... And that's why he was right...
0: <laughs> no, no 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 I'm not saying that I'm just saying that's like that's the reason he gave. but it, it, apparently I, I have this neat tidbit it was like revealed during his 2003-2004 uh, interrogation period following after his capture um, in addition to economic disputes an insulting exchange between the Kuwaiti Amir al-Shaba and the Iraqi foreign minister during which Saddam claimed that the Amir stated his intention to turn every Iraqi woman to a 10 prostitute by bankrupting the country was a decisive factor in turn and triggering the
2: Iraqi invasion,
1: my fucking god! Yeah,
2: I mean that's like
1: this guy was an ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's
0: that's what they told the Iraqi foreign minister. So Saddam's like, "Fuck that, we're going to invade you." And then on, on August second, they did. It took them like a couple days. that a couple of days to fucking take the city. I mean, I mean, the 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 Kuwaiti military is about sixteen thousand guys.
1: On paper, on paper. Yeah.
0: And Iraq had about a million, maybe more, because of, like, militias and other outfits. They had the fourth
2: biggest military in the world. I think it was after
1: U.S., or it was China, U.S., USSR, Iraq, for a while. I I know Baghdad had the second densest air defenses in the world behind Moscow. Uh, Like, they were hyper-militarized. Yeah. And just... Not even proto-fascist, just actually fascist.
0: Yeah, the, the, the immediate immediate condemnation from the United Nations in uh, the Security Council within like a day passed I think, a resolution resolution 660s, condemning the invasion, demanding withdrawal of Iraqi troops, which included China and Russia. Usually, they're kind of fuckers on that kind of stuff. They usually when it's like a sovereignty kind of thing, or it's like an invasion, or it's like another another fascist like authoritarian roar they're like no no we're gonna interfere basically no 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 but you know they were kind of like no fuck this iraq's being a dick
1: well and it was also in the midst of the collapse of the soviet union yeah like at this point they're really starting to not become a country yeah
2: internally focused where and china has always kind of had this like uh external interference and other and other people's affairs, I mean, obviously, that's a big asterisk on that. But, like, it it sort of resembled the Korean War scenario where um, you kind of had a consensus where none existed. Yeah, yeah, it was... Or at least a passive consensus. Yeah.
0: Quickly, you know, uh, more resolutions followed. Economic sanctions on Iraq, trade embargo, Is a, a naval blockade was put in place, all kinds of shit like that. Then it was like, okay, cool, time for Desert Shield, and basically sent forces to, or, uh, to Saudi to protect Saudi Arabia because they, you know that was kind of the concern. It was like, okay, cool. Now that he's taken uh, Kuwait, he might just take Saudi, and he probably could have because Saudi was, you know, it's like again, I mean, they still suck at military shit. They're fucking, they fucked up Yemen so badly. Yeah, a bunch of amateurs. The,
1: there, and there was a brief, so the U.S. quickly got involved, and there was a brief foray by Iraq into Saudi Arabia
0: that that was during that was during like the actual like that was like after the forces had already gotten there yes,
1: this is true, I might be jumping at something You're jumping like, at the,
0: jump. we'll come back we'll circle back and um, <laughs> 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 um you know it's it's like so we made a thir- basically a diplomatic mission to get thirty plus countries to jump on ship of us, which included Syria and Egypt, Syria <laughs> Syria, for fuck's sake. <laughs>
2: Oh, he must. The whole inner. If you if you want a, uh, a basically a geopolitical reality TV type situation, look up the the differences between the Syrian and the Iraqi Baath parties, and just the hatred, the petty hatreds between those two branches of the same kind of pseudo nasserist Arab nationalist movement. It's it's kind of hilarious how bitchy they were to each other, and <laughs> and Bashar or um, Assad's father um, sending like three thousand soldiers to basically stand guard while the entire world fucked over his neighbor and and <laughs> fellow bathist it was is kind of hysterical
0: yeah that's that still kind of blows my mind there's also like, and like germany and japan didn't commit contribute troops because like they're still kind of weird if their whole you know they germany
2: was just reunified and hasselhoff yeah. you know solved the cold war single-handedly <laughs> so that's but they, <laughs> they, but they, they
0: contributed billions of dollars to help pay for the invasion and yeah. for, the, for, the, for the for the for the protective mission and then eventually the invasion
2: we love them Deutsche marks
0: yeah it's like they got they got money so did japan so we're like hell yeah hell, hell yeah pay saudi paid a good portion of that too so did kuwait's so like here's money i owe my country back. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> i think makes quite. sense
1: yeah. yeah
0: but then eventually we had so coalition building did Great diplomatic mission, doing that, and then we had Desert Storm, which was a bombing campaign that the world had never seen really before, ever. In a couple of months, like that couple of weeks, we spent more. It was like I think someone said it was like more ordnance that we launched in nine months in Vietnam,
2: yeah. or, and it was over before. in a hundred hours. Hey. Or
0: the, the, the ground invasion was like, yeah, we yeah. fucked them up. Like there was there was a story of I took a military history class when I was an undergrad a very long time ago uh <laughs> and like a ta was like you know talking about it. he's like yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah. when we were there he like, was like um one guy got on the radio was like i just killed three tanks he's, like bro save your ammo just like i fired one shot because <laughs> yeah. like it the, the the tanks were lined up all facing towards kuwait they came through south they came through the iraqi side yeah the saudi side of it so they were shot one shot one round Went through two tanks and disabled a third. Apparently, that's the story. It was just yeah. like,
1: and and before the before the uh, U.S. led ground invasion began, all the news agencies and things like that were saying that it would be that it would be a slog, that it would be a uh, you know massive casualties on both sides. Yeah, um, chemical weapons, all uh, that stuff. Deep fear of chemical weapons from a known practitioner of chemical weapons. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean that's like, even like politicians and like different stuff in the in 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 Congress were just like all oh, this we're going to we're going to have like 30,000 plus dead US soldiers and stuff like that. We had I think it was like a couple hundred at the most, like 240 something.
1: Uh very 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 And most most of it was friendly, friendly fire, fire, fire. Yeah. friendly fire like friendly act- fire attacks, and incidents and there there was a plane crash as well. Yeah. That also led to a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. But like
0: Overall I mean we yeah. killed like between twenty twenty fifty thousand Iraqi soldiers
1: yeah it was yeah it, w- it was an absolute bloodbath from once the u s invaded it started a relatively quick retreat that then u s and coalition forces uh jumped on and created something called the highway of death that where it's uh, you can any any of the pictures just show just napalm highways with vehicles strewn haphazardly whereas it was a it was a route in the definition of the word that uh u.s forces took advantage of and, and decimated iraqi forces although not the uh revolutionary guard which was an objective at the time and they weren't able to destroy kind of his elite forces that were most loyal to the regime republican guard republican yeah, Guard. thank yeah. you very much yeah revolutionary guard somewhere else
0: that's in iran
1: yep but two so
0: um so actually so that's one of my questions actually i actually have written down is was the highway death controversial because people con- accused of being overkill because basically they're fleeing troops and we just bombed the shit out of them
2: yeah yeah if you look at it from a law of war perspective there's like a lot of different theories on that but the main i, I think the main consensus is that they were still under arms and just because they were retreating doesn't mean that, they, like, and it was before the ceasefire was signed yeah. into effect. If it, if it was after that, then it was another thing. But, um, you know, underarms and, you know, moving back to you could, you can postulate that, you know, this was a redeployment for continued... Um, Hostilities. Hostilities, yeah, exactly. So, like, and, yeah, it, it wasn't a great look at the, at the time, but I think in hindsight, it's kind of been... You know, this is – they were caught in a cauldron and sort of annihilated. This is what happens in a high-intensity conflict. Like,
0: yeah, I think I think there's there's a lot of things about it that made it like like that because, like, I think Schwarzkopf or someone, like, high-up said, you know, well, you know, they were – like, we want to destroy all the equipment that they had. They, yeah. There was, like, tanks and – and there were I mean, people, like, people on buses and shit. They were just stealing vehicles from Kuwait and driving out.
1: Because they were – yeah, because they, tre- they, yeah. uh, they were trying to retreat and escape.
0: yeah. But I mean, also apparently we didn't kill as many as we thought we did. That's that's the, that's what the DoD says because apparently a lot of the ch- soldiers basically they're like, if we just get out, it's like, it's like in Predator, if you just didn't wear you weren't wearing have a weapon, they w- it wouldn't kill you. So basically, they they just abandoned their vehicles and ran out into the desert. Mm. Yeah.
2: So we just bombed a bunch of
1: empty vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. It's... We still killed a fuck ton of people. it was
0: it wasn't like We're... we didn't. It wasn't right. like that didn't happen. But
1: yeah, it's it's something where. It it's it's hard to tell the military to go in and uh defeat and kill the enemy but not defeat the uh, kill an enemy too much yeah like that it's and, and especially in hindsight when it was so over like uh it was such an uh under of strength in comparison it makes it a lot it, it almost seems unfair but like at the time yeah i mean as you said they were they were redeploying uh Com, you know combative forces
0: they're, they're, they, i mean the idea was like okay they're just gonna like they're gonna go back into iraq and we're we'll to fight them again they're gonna make them a...
1: but it also because like the technology and especially at the time it was basically unfair and it was a massacre and that very unfortunately happens all the time in war. well
0: there's another story where it's like a, the bulldozer in uh incursion where they basically took a bunch of armored bulldozers and went through a minefield just they're burying uh, Iraqi soldiers, that, you know? In, the, in the, the, the the photographers had pictures of their, like arms and limbs and stuff sticking. Yeah, down. basically mass
1: grave. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because yeah. they're burying them alive when they're coming through. But it's like it was like, oh, we can do like tell our soldiers to fix bayonets and jump over. Like, no, we have boulders. I mean,
2: that's a bad that that's a bad image. But like, what yeah, what what would the difference have been if we had just sort of rolled tanks or APCs over and because they were they were yeah. holding a line and yeah. they were the line was breached. So yeah.
0: Yeah, so actually, with that, let's, let's talk about media coverage of the war. I mean, that was kind of that was the first time it was really like you know, you know, on CNN, you know, breaking news like bombing in our, in Baghdad, you know,
2: <laughs> pre Wolf Blitzer and all yeah. his breaking news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that that was a, a watershed for you know the media. Back then, cable was only a few years old, and um, it was people were still used to the three channels and stuff, six o'clock news and all that, and seeing um
0: live on tv pretty much live
2: or cl- live or close to live was just totally mind blowing for a lot of people it's i mean with the current the war in ukraine you know seeing stuff on twitter and tiktok instantaneously um is blowing people's minds but then even it it was just a similar type of impact on and um on the national psyche at the time so you got you really um in a way that um, you know, back the previous conflict before that, Vietnam
1: was. Um, it would take weeks or months for footage yeah, to get back,
2: and when it did get back, that's when it had an impact. And Lyndon Johnson saying, "If I've lost Cronkite, I've lost Middle America." In terms of yeah. you know that, yeah. and but that, that, that happened weeks or months afterwards. Now it was instantaneous or near instantaneous.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was just a different. It was like we saw it similar like in the two thousand three invasion of Iraq. It was the same thing again. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean... With more
2: Geraldo Rivera's mustache reporting live from uh, <laughs> the Iraqi compounds or whatever.
1: Yeah. I remember that guy. Holy shit. Yeah. Not really, honestly. <laughs> you I mean, old fucks. <laughs> <laughs> what a baby child. Uh, uh-huh. No idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, the... Um, yeah, it, was, it was something where live TV started to come about. Uh, I know people who, uh, because they would have uh, various you know, satellite communications with various units where uh, essentially if you were smart enough and you knew how to do the, the radio engineering, you could almost track units on the move because, well, this triangulates down to this position. And I know that's an antenna, but I know it's attached to XYZ brigade or XYZ unit. And so I, I, I know people who were you know radio frequency engineers at the time, and we're like, man, this is the a this is a lot of information I probably shouldn't have. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. Let's this not tell me that. About, yeah, out. maybe <laughs> like sh- should
2: I have access to this? I don't no, know.
1: but apparently I'm smart enough to figure it out. That was an accident. I didn't figure this out. Maybe, Don't tell me. Yeah, maybe
0: we should maybe we should tell them later, not now, because they'll freak out. Yeah, yeah,
1: probably. It also took like three days, so <laughs> Yeah. Um Well because yeah, was it yeah, I know that was like you said it was a the hundred hour war. Was it literally that short or as far as the like the ground operations or something like that? The ground the uh the bombing campaign went on for several weeks, but yeah. the ground invasion took about a hundred hours, yeah. 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 Yeah, the the it, it was a different media coverage than people were used to, where it turned, especially because of how it turned out to be so one sided. It turned out to almost be much more spectacle and sports, you know, like a like, yeah. a, like a sports uh, viewing experience. Because it's like, oh well, here's another blown up this or that, and yeah. uh, it was the first time, and especially since before the war, people constantly hounded uh, folks like Colin Powell about like the Vietnam syndrome and stuff like that, where they were terrified to go into another conflict expecting a vast insurgency that they never get out of and of course iraq didn't turn out to be a vast insurgency well this and then, then we have then we <laughs> yeah. have then we have
2: the other problem yeah, of yeah. an entire generation of people being wars a video game and yep. uh, yeah. you know it's yeah. it's it's just watching it on tv and then it's over so it's <laughs>
1: and it looks way different from the sights of a drone or, or back then just a regular bomber but still right. than it does uh, you know into the midst of it totally
0: yeah. So do you think Iraq intended to invade Saudi Arabia? Like was that was that a real possibility of them or they because I mean cuz like the difference of Saudi Arabia is like it's distant. It's not Well, they
1: did
2: push for the city of Kafji right?
0: Well, yeah, but that's like around right on the border.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's, was that was that a real attempt to invade Saudi Arabia or was that like a let's see I think it we've, was. We've it had was, this force massing against it us. Was, let's, it was some, let's counterattack before. It was before. Some
0: Saddam idea, or basically, he wanted to create this one major battle where essentially, like, he might lose a lot of troops, but like, if the Americans lose enough, they'll just back out of
1: the war. He yeah. wants the Vietnam it. Right. He wants wanted to, to.
0: He wanted to basically have this one major battle, like you know, this one like you know, Lord of the Rings final battle, and, just, and he wanted to <laughs>
2: fight it on Saudi soil. Yeah. But, they were kind of annihilated and then
0: yeah i mean there was there was losses but it wasn't like, still like in in comparison it was like a thousand plus troops killed by of, of iraqi troops and then like you know i think less than 20 for americans like most of them were on a, on a, on a ac-130 that went down uh-huh. mm. but you know there's a couple of marines that were killed too because they're doing like um, close uh, artillery support
2: yeah well, you can. His whole Saddam's whole the kind of Baathist philosophy was like this bizarre offshoot of Nasser's Arab nationalism, yeah. with with a nice helping of fascism and uh, just kind of era, Yeah, being a goddamn maniac. and mostly honestly mostly just gangsterism because he, yeah. he 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 kind of cut his teeth in the same way that Stalin did as sort of a local thug who kind of r- rose his way up and then. Um, Sort of so, I, I I'm not convinced there was this massive vision of like I need to I need to unite the Arab people my way. I, I think it was more opportunism and kind of this how an organized crime family would operate. Like he sees you know he's he's in debt. He sees um, Kuwait there with a sixteen thousand man on paper army, and um, goes in there. So I I'm not convinced. I I think the the threat to Saudi Arabia
1: was a little. Um, it, it wasn't a direct invasion threat, but right. it was a it was a possibility. Probing, yeah, like, yeah like, it was like, probing. Like,
0: like exactly. Riyadh, Riyad is far. Yeah, it's not like it's
1: their oil fields are respectively not that far though. Yeah but, yeah, but this is true. But it's still though where it's a it's a different thing to then try to conquer the majority of the oil producing states in one go, yeah. meaning Saudi Arabia
2: and Saddam. And the, the other reason that you would say is for oh, he wanted to be the lead, you know, Muslim. But
1: that, or at least Arab,
2: yeah, yeah at least Arab Muslim um, power. But he only really got in, after the war. He kind of latched onto this sort of um, quasi-Islamism, which he's never he, been much of a religious. No, person. no, but he he kind of like leaned into it a little bit between nineteen ninety one and two thousand three in terms of um, the religious aspect of it. So it's not like he's like, oh, I have to like, I have to take the mo- the the two mosques from these. Uh, yeah, he's no, not going yeah. to Mecca and Medina. No, no, there? no. Yeah. It, it was a pure. Let's see if we can grab the eastern provinces. Well, down. he was because
0: there, there were Muslim countries that are part of the coalition. So he was trying to get them to leave. Yeah, and one of the things he did was try to was trying to get Israel bombing Israel. Yeah, so he was bombing Israel, uh, hitting targets with the Scud missiles, which were semi-effective but not really. Well,
1: and, and do you want to talk about the the logic behind why attacking Israel would somehow break up the coalition? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Oh, I was asking you.
0: Uh, I can. I can. Go ahead. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, Basically, we've done plenty of episodes on Israel in this podcast. Um, you know, and there's the whole issue of the Palestinian Liberation Organization at the time, which uh, supported Saddam's invasion pretty much. And it was like, cool. All these Arab nations like Egypt and Syria are part of the coalition. If it, Israel attacks Iraq, then basically all these arab nations might jump out of the coalition like yeah. or or it it it'll, 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 it'll disrupt it'll disrupt
2: her and even though the- <laughs> <laughs> it'll, dis- <laughs> it'll disrupt,
0: her, disrupt her it'll it'll uh, it'll disrupt you know operations and stuff like that. It, 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 it can fracture the coalition to a certain degree our yeah. friends are not friends with each other like, yeah. Sa- Especially in saudi arabia which all the, oh, yeah. all the all the forces were basically based and one that was- actually, all the forces were based initially
1: and one that was massive at the time of foreign troops being on Saudi soil—that oh, was a that huge was deal. Thing.
2: Yeah, that was a huge. Like they had to make, they had to go to the amans and make special dispensation for this specific. I mean, it, it, it was a whole controversy, and that was one of the things that Osama Bin Laden was like, well, well, "This, well, is, well, this well, is my last straw." Keep, here,
0: keep, keep, keep that. Yeah, we're going to jump to that in a second. But like, with Israel, it was essentially like, "Okay, cool." like You know, and we kind try to tell the Israelis, like, "Okay, no, listen, we're gonna." We're gonna protect you. Don't don't get involved. Don't bomb Iraq because yeah. if you do, this is gonna fuck everything up. And luckily they didn't. But like we sent Patriot missile systems to Israel, which at the time those patron missile systems fucking
2: sucked. Didn't do anything. Didn't yeah. do shit. <laughs> <Like> the, <laughs> but, the,
0: the Dutch also sent a system there too, and they just it, they're like, yeah. After the war, they're like, uh, I mean, the people who made the patron missiles, I'm like, look how good I did it did. It's like it didn't do shit. Yeah, it the, fucking
2: sucked. The yeah. contribution of the Arab troops was minimal. To Desert Storm, it was more important that they were involved and from a, yeah. a messaging perspective. And if that if, if 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 it came out that they were on the same side as the Israelis, because the Israelis were bombing the Scuds, and that's why we, you know, that would have thrown everything off. And a, a Saddam can say, "Look, I'm fighting for you know the Arab people against the Zionists or something." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: which, which was always the, his messaging anyway. So it yeah. was he was already super anti-Israel uh, from a like, you know always. So it was kind of like yeah, so that made sense. And the Israelis, you know, look, I mean, they they had they had people who got killed, they had people who got hurt because of the bombings, like uh, a good amount of damage was done by the scuds. Um, they also uh, scuds also fought, 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 uh, fired into Saudi Arabia, too, hmm. trying to hit like oil fields and that kind of thing. But like yeah. they were they they were pretty ineffectual. I mean, like good job, Soviet building,
1: again. You know, Soviet equipment has never failed. Uh, I don't <laughs> know what you mean. Yeah. What are you, what are you so talking be, about? Soviet equi- so planes do not crash. <laughs> Soviet. Don't it, know what you mean. Soviet. Ah, no this care. guy gets a reference. <laughs> so so be- <laughs> what hockey team? <laughs> I
2: know about the hockey team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you've never seen *The Death of Stalin*, you should really see Excellent it. Excellent film. Excellent film. Documentary, some would say. Yeah, which is it's just it's so. Again, I. I, I like... can
2: never like every time I think <laughs> of you know when you like read a book and they turn it into a movie and you think every time you read the, read the book again you think of the you, you have the image of your head in, in your head of like the person the actor who played that character yeah. every time i read about nikita khrushchev it's steve buscemi every time <laughs> <laughs> which is just so absurd anyway I,
0: every, time I th- every time i think of the movie i just think of like the time we went it was you me, oh, God. you it was lex me rob and um and kevin and i wanted and found kevin eating pizza on the sidewalk <laughs> which was you know, very kevin very kevin that was uh, the beginning of the night, and then it, <laughs> then it just it was, escalated it was, from it there. Was, it was it was at it was at a at a theater where we could buy alcohol, so we just got a little drunk and watched the movie. And we're in the a back little drunk the, yeah, we got really drunk. <laughs> we were back in the theater, just fucking, just losing it, laughing our ass up. People kept turning around and looking at us, like, like "Do you mind?" Shh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was. 'Cause we were just especially all the, like the really inside like kinda like you have to be like a foreign policy person or like a, you have a good idea of Russian history to basically laugh at these jokes like we were we were uh, laughing a lot. Yeah. We haven't had our annual watch this year. I guess we'll do it when uh at some point. When Kevin edition.
2: returns to us, yes. from, from wherever he wherever, he wherever he has absconded to. Long yeah, may he reign. Anyway. <laughs>
0: <When he laughs> but anyway anyway crapping anyway, right. Russian equipment. Um, you know, and so the Scuds were a failure had anyway. The anti-Scud missions and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, uh, Sama Bin Laden really did not like U.S. troops or foreigners mm. being in Saudi Arabia. Uh, he offered
2: his... That's a weak segue. His yeah. Mujahideen, who really had a greater PR operation in Afghanistan. They were kind of... The Arab Afghans were kind of seen as like a token like they brought yeah. money and some influence but they didn't they were kind of useless they're, they're, the, the they're, local they're, afghans were like you, you're gonna get people killed doing what you're doing
0: they're, they're like the they're like moderate influencers kind of useless
2: yeah no they were they were absolutely but tick, have, tiktok and tiktok influencers but, but, but
0: have money for some reason but <laughs>
2: they had a ton of money and influence yeah and osama bin laden promised the saudis he's like hey this is my home country i'll bring half a million uh, you know, Mujahideen, Mujahideen,
1: and they're like, yeah, we have a better offer. <laughs> we'll, we'll take the American <laughs> we'll military. We'll take the US military. Yeah. Who's been training to fight the fucking Soviets on the North European plane for 50 years. Yeah. yeah.
0: And basically, which is a which, uh, fun fact uh, Saddam's forces are based off Soviet doctrine. So it's also why after that happened, we're like, like, oh, we fought a war with the the kids version
2: export T-72s that the Soviets were like, (laughs) oh, these, no, these are not good for us. We'll send to Iraq, you
0: know, (laughs) We make, we make good money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that was that was a big deal. Like the the Cobard ta- towers bombings, other stuff like that happened in and 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 Saudi following like, over the years following. cuz like, after the war ended we, ha- we left 5,000 troops in Saudi Arabia.
2: Yeah. And that was one of the, that like he that was, if you look at the biographers of Osama bin Laden, like that was one of the breaking. That was the main breaking point between not liking America and the Saudis to basically saying, you know, the only solution is jihad against the near enemy, which is the Saudi royal family, and the far enemy, which is the United States. Yeah. that's when he ended up in Sudan and all that other shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Different podcast episode. Different, different very, yeah, different episode. Very, very interesting different. progression yeah. of events. Yeah, yeah. What a cunt. Yeah, <laughs> uh, good thing he's dead. Yeah, now. Bold statement. <laughs>
0: what the fuck does that mean? Him and Saddam are shooting, shooting crap in hell. <laughs> so, was there, you know, walking away from this, this war? There was a little bit of, you know, eventually like in the last thirty years since it's, it's been gone on. There's been argument that you know, there has been a, a rise in American military hubris.
2: Yeah, the opposite of the Vietnam syndrome. Yeah. The, uh, you know, that we can solve any issue with with force and it'll be over in three days on CNN. yeah. Um, Yeah. Home by Christmas. Home by Christmas, exactly.
1: I mean, up until, definitely up until 2003, I definitely think that was the case. Yeah. After 2003 and the subsequent years.
0: Well, after we decided to disband the mil- Iraqi military for no fucking good yeah, reason. W-
1: which is wild to me because, like,
2: yeah, we were at peace for the- between 1991
1: and 2002. And, and we was. had no near peer competitor thread yeah, by Yeah, we were
2: at peace by but a mile. But, like, the one thing we tried to do was, I mean, Somalia was a shit show. Yeah. We could, yeah. like, that was, yeah. but, like, nobody, it was like, oh, that's that didn't really impact the American psyche, I guess, because yeah. nobody made a movie about it until. Afterwards, yeah. so, um
0: but no, no. I mean, like it's it's it, it, there was because there there was really four goals of that of of the Gulf War. It was the complete Iraqi withdrawal, restore Kuwaiti's, gover- Kuwaiti's Kuwait's government, protect American lives because there were hostages that were taken that were in Kuwait during when during, during
2: the invasion. Yeah,
0: and promote the security and stability of the Persian Gulf. Which what the fuck does that mean?
1: Uh, keep that, keep that good, good oil flowing, baby. Honestly, give me, give yeah, me, give me that, give me that, that all. That <laughs> man, that I didn't know how to answer that question. That's a perfect answer to that question. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're welcome for my service. Anyway, yeah. um, but the uh, w- the wild part of the
2: fifth reason that people were saying, because at the time people were saying, um, you keep know, right, let's keep going. Yeah, like we've routed the Iraqi army. Let's, I mean, the sa- the the Shia hate Saddam. The, Kurds are ready for independence. Like, take this guy out; he's a cancer. And uh, Dick Cheney of all people came out yeah. and said, uh, "No, if we do that, then we're going to be there for ten years." And uh, look how that ended. Yeah, uh, that, but he's responsible that for that f- fucking guy. Fifteen years later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, just him, Saddam, and Osama bin Laden are going to be in hell someday. Just like Spider-Man meme. Like, are
1: we the same? <laughs> <laughs> are we the same asshole? The, yeah, it, it, it's something where yeah, like it's. Uh, It'd be a really years from now because we're still not too close to it. But years from now, someone will, you know, write a write a book or make a movie about it. what if the U.S. tried to take out Saddam in the early '90s? Do you then avoid a bunch of other shit? Who the hell knows? I certainly don't.
0: I mean, that's the thing. Is like at the time it could have the popular, it up right. I mean, it could have. It could. I mean, honestly, it could have led to a fractured Iraq. It could have been to a Kurdish Iraq, or a Sunni Iraq, and yeah. a Shia Iraq. Um, but
1: that was. But the U.S. policymakers at the time probably saw that and went, "Wow, that's a well, too there, much there, instability. There, we there, don't want to have there, to there, deal
0: there, with there it." There were the Lebanization of that. If you don't know, Lebanonization is Google it. I'm not explaining it. It takes too, it would take too long for this episode. That's a whole episode in itself. It would take yeah. thirty seconds. Moving on. Oh, um, then be my guest.
1: Uh, so it's when you have several <laughs> different ethnic or uh, ethnic religious groups who then start to uh, split into separate power centers around the country. Balkanization, I feel like, is more closely to what you need to say. By the way, not Lebanization, because Lebanon is still one country. Yeah, dumbass, Gipshit. <laughs> don't attack. Get your izations right. Don't <laughs>
0: attack me on my own podcast.
1: What? That's what the podcast is. <laughs> Fucking numb nuts over here. It's yeah. a shame. How dare? Thirty seconds. Time. <laughs> they don't pay you enough. <laughs> I don't
0: pay me, <laughs> I me. enough. I don't pay me.
1: Anyway, but yeah, they. Yeah, I mean, it probably could have led to a split Iraq uh yeah. and and there were various uprisings in the country especially in northern Iraq where like the Kurdistan and, and Kurdistan right and southern Iraq it was a bloodbath yeah. yeah. because we encouraged the the
2: Shia to to it rise, rise up, up but we didn't back them because yeah. we didn't necessarily want them
1: taking over and we they, didn't have to take care of them fallout yeah it. and, and yeah, we, yeah, we, we
0: didn't want to be involved we, we didn't want to give them any military or any kind of support at all we're just like oh, you should just do it we and also
1: they,
2: knew the primary beneficiary would be iran who sat who kind of sat on the sidelines watching us annihilate the person they've been fighting for the last better part of a decade um you know but we we, yeah. <laughs> we haven't forgot about them they haven't forgot about us so yeah. still
0: yeah. still have issues to this day yeah seriously well, I mean, that's, that's the thing, because it's just like, um, with the rock, it, 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 it comes out as, it, you know, it's, what am I, what am I saying? I don't know where I'm going with this. No, It's...
1: So stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't no.
1: know what balkanization is. No,
0: I, I fuck you,
1: fuck you. Don't me. know what Finlandization <laughs> is. <laughs> Suck my balls. Don't know what passion, <laughs> Don't know what pasteurization is. Just fucking. You went to college? Twice.
2: <laughs> yeah, back when they were talking about like muskets and shit in their his military history class. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Flint.
0: We did talk about that.
1: Man, man, <laughs> <then> <laughs> ten years ago when the British were coming. <laughs> man, these wheel lock muskets got a real revolution don't yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh.
1: Justin. Archduke shot. Oh my god. <laughs> We're so corny. <laughs> it's fun. Let me have this.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we're, kind of, we're coming down in time, so I really want to ask, like, you know, did we really solve anything with Iraq? Because, I mean, obviously we went to war with them in 2003 because of some, fa- I mean, I false pretenses and all that kind of stuff, and the same crowd was there doing the same shit, but it was like, we obviously, we'd made some really Poor decisions and fuck that country up, then mm. we still have issues with them today. I mean, they're 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 allied yeah. today, kind of, but there's also issues with Iran and there's the PMFs and all kinds of shit.
2: I don't know. It seems like the that was all a product of decisions made down the line. Yeah, like if we had ended it at you know, don't invade your neighbor. You know, be be an asshole to your own people. Maybe they overthrow you. Maybe they don't. Um, but keep it contained then who knows? I mean, it may be better. It may, may have been even worse. Who knows? But, um, what kicked off the catalyst of why Iraq is shitty today is because we invaded in 2003.
0: Um, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, arguably, arguably Iraq is, is, I mean, it's, it's technically a democracy
1: and, and by, <laughs> it's, 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 by it's, certain it, metrics, like certain standard of living is better now than it was in 2003. Yeah. Now, but that doesn't mean that the peace and security is better. With that said, you don't have fucking... You have wide, fucking wide,
0: widespread corruption but it's it's a different kind of corruption than it was under Saddam.
1: Yeah, well, and, and it's it not... It
0: wasn't Israel. Now it's just everyone.
1: And, and and it's not as torturous of bloodbath psychopath at the top. But it, as I as said, that was... A lot of what Iraq is now is a product of 2003. Yeah, but yeah. remember, a couple of years ago you had a wild-ass Islamic
2: group run roughshod over, yeah. like, a third of the country. Yeah. And that that wasn't too long ago that that, that no. happened. He, and extremely recent. there There was a – it wasn't that serious, but there were a few weeks when they were like, are they going to go after Baghdad? Like, is yeah. this – Yeah. Were, yeah were, is were, ISIS going to – The
1: question of do they take just take the country wholesale? Yeah. Lock, So yeah. and barrel. So. It, it's something where uh, – I mean, there was – especially when there was the possible threat to going to Saudi Arabia and just dominating the global oil supply. Yeah. Uh even, you know, uh even with them taking Kuwait, there's no possible way the US wasn't going to go in there and do something. Uh and Cause I, th- I
0: think people miss out on the point that like, you know, maybe we have most of our oil does not come from the Middle East, most of our oil comes from here or like but markets and shit. And or, like, shit. But markets, but the market share is like the there's a global economy. If it gets all fucky, it creates problems, like you know we've seen it with, with yeah. a war. economics it, by Young.
2: Yeah, it kind of was the per like it was a valuable, small, manageable piece of real estate. Yeah, that we could have. It was. I mean, it could have been way more complicated if it was, a, uh, you know, another w- war with Iran or something or something like that. Yeah. It was just like it was m- very contained in a way that it, it was most global problems are not. Yeah, right.
1: That. People looked at and went, "Yeah, we can deal with this." But
2: yeah, that's also in hindsight because people overestimate. They looked at the numbers of tanks and artillery pieces on paper, and they said, "Wow, this—you know—this is going to be a problem."
1: Very very Rand esque type. Yeah, like adding the math together and moving the risk pieces without looking at maybe certain other things. Yeah.
0: And which Rand is that?
1: Not Rand Paul, Rand, but he's still an ass. Uh, Rand Ray- and
0: the think tank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, just just make sure people understand.
1: understood. <laughs> Rand, <Paul. laughs> Rand Paul. probably would have been very against this war. Still an ass, very different reasons, but we're going to move past that.
0: And we're in on that, actually. Rand is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is a rocky episode, but we're talking and, about Rand And Paul.
1: don't take me for that. His neighbors, meaning his, <laughs> the people that live next to him in a fucking house. Think that. And you can Google it.
0: Yeah, every day you learn more. Always. Anyway, you can, you can uh you can follow you can follow us at almost diplo at almost at uh, pretty much all the socials. Um, and that was almost dramatic. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Ryan.
1: Thanks, everyone. Right, bye. Bye. Now.